okay, Lisa, I am ready to go. It may have taken us an hour and a half <laughs> to get set up, but we've got this. Finally. Cue the music. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Lisa. And I am Robbie, your least favorite co-host. No one's least favorite co-host. Everyone's favorite co-host. Because we are a team. Mm-hmm. Teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. I hate myself for that already. <laughs> can you, <laughs> it's can you cut that in. out? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that already. <laughs> Lisa. Yes, Robbie. How has your week been? My week's been fine. Um, That's topical. Mostly fine. Uh, I got very sunburnt last weekend, so I forgot what it felt like to be sunburnt. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. <laughs> but like, because I was wearing like a cute dress that showed off the breasticles. I mean, not like all of it, but like, you know, I had some cleave. Enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. I have Neapolitans, as I like to say. Because <laughs> it's like tan, pink, white. And it's just, it's just an experience. It's not Fair. great. Because like, no, I'm used to the random pain that sometimes happens. <laughs> but like, this is, they hurt. And that's not cool. I'm not okay with it. Sunburns no. hurt. Goodness. They do. Welcome to my struggle. How do you how do you pink people do it? We don't we just cry. Ugh, just can't Full disclosure Yeah. Full disclosure to the listeners. We attempted to record this episode on Saturday. Today yes. is Monday. We were crippled with technical difficulties. Um but so we did bad. get about <laughs> but we did get about ten minutes of it recorded before it failed. And Lisa mentioned the Neapolitans, and I have been thinking about this all weekend, and I was like, that better, it better make it into the episode, and I'm so glad that it did. You know, so now we can finish up here. You had such a good chuckle out of it the first time, I couldn't not say it again. This is true, this is true. Like, I like I was on the bus to work this morning, and I was just like, Neapolitans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure this is something that a lot of people get, like... You know, you you go through, especially, like, if you're already kind of tan from just existing in the world, like, being half brown has its, like, has its advantages in that I don't usually burn. So, like, when I get fresh skin that doesn't usually see the sun, it's it's different experience. Fair. That just means you got to keep your tits in, doesn't it? No, never. I think it just means tits out more often. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that is that's the that's the, solution. the conclusion we needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On right, okay, so it was so warm today, so I got home from work early a little bit. Um and it was so sunny I went outside. Lisa, I considered taking my top off. <gasps> that's how warm it was. Wow. That's how warm it was. But Proud I didn't. of you. I stayed in my oversized Paramore Banty. Oh, you should have taken your top off. Take it no. off. No one needs to it feels more intimate because I've got my nipples pierced. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like that, it feels intimate for people to see that. But then they can be like, wow, look how cool he looks. But, oh my gosh, maybe 
I don't know, this probably doesn't happen. But like, because I was taking out um, brownies out of the oven, and I was wearing a necklace and like the flash of like, heat that comes out of the oven when you open it, it like burned my necklace on me. Oh my god. It was not a great experience. Oh my god. So if my nipple piercings warmed up, and then they'd just be burning inside (laughs) my nipples. That was my god. You're just giving me nightmares I didn't even know I had. I mean, talk to someone who works at a piercing studio, maybe, because I doubt that happens. I'd be like, is this possible? Oh my god, maybe next time it's sunny, I'm just going to try it. Can I? Yes, yes, do it. You have a garden now. You can do it from the privacy of your own home. That's why I considered it. Well, there you go. Love it. That's what over. has to happen. Yeah, fucking do it. So it'll get sunny, and I'll just have to say to my uh, housemates, just like, oh, excuse me, uh, just take my top off because I need to heat up my nipple piercings and see what happens. <laughs> Just blame it on me. They'll be like, it's a science experiment. Lisa Lisa made me do it. It's for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to think I'm really fucking weird, which I'm fine with, you know? They listen to it. They know that we're equally weird. Hi, Robbie's housemates. I mean, I don't know if they still listen to it, but hey. But hey. That might have been like a, he's just moved in, let's make an effort kind of thing. (laughs) And it was appreciated. You're all Mm -hmm. lovely. Loves the boosted numbers. Enough of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how have you been? I've been, I've been all right. I've been, yeah, I've just been working away. I've become really sad that I've used all my holiday, not all of my holidays, but so I normally I was going to say, you live in the UK. How is that possible? So, yeah, I get six weeks off and I normally (sighs) spread them out. So I get one week off every two months. But because I went to you, I used Mm -hmm. two. So now I've got four months without any holidays and I'm bang in the middle of it and I'm just like, I could do a day off. I mean, I get days off. I could do with a week off. Oh, how terrible it must be. I do get a week off in um, in August, so that would be quite nice. But it's so far away. Yeah, that so is a long time. You and I've still got one week left. I've still got one week left, but I'm kind of hoping to take that in, like, so basically things might happen at work. So I want mm. to keep it for after those things might happen. But I Ooh. could take it now. So we'll see how that goes. Sounds good. No, it doesn't. And then I've just been like, like, you know, I'm too honest on the podcast. I had a bad day mentally yesterday. I just felt like shit. So because we were supposed to record. So we couldn't record on Saturday. So we were going to record on Sunday. And I had to message Lisa being like, I just kind of want to get in bed and cry. So could we not? Um, So we didn't. And I didn't mm-hmm. cry in bed, but I did watch TV, so that was nice. Um, That's a lovely way. Yeah, you need yeah. you need time for self care. You you do, and I think it's I I think it's important to be honest and upfront about it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I feel better. I had was had some time in the sun. Um, I do need to eat today. I've not eaten today. But you just saw me eat a whole bowl of cereal. I know, and now I'm like, damn, eating looks fun. Yeah, you should do that. Mm-hmm. I should get on board that train. You should. You should have eaten with me. I don't have anything to eat. That's why I have to go to the shops. Oh, yeah. That's That, that makes sense. Yeah. You should do that. I will, as soon as we're finished. All right. Well, let's get through all of my updates, because I had a big list. Let's do it. All right. Well, I don't know if you've heard on that side of the pond, but we had the January 6th committee hearing start over the last two weeks. You told me. It's been a shit show, to be expected. Why? What's happened? 
Well, I mean, like, it's a lot of the same stuff. It's a lot of stuff that we already knew, but then there's also more. There's also mm. more shit. Like, you dig and you just find there, you don't, you think there's a bottom and no, there's just more shit. Um, and then, so, Jimmy Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas, actually ended up playing a huge role in planning January 6th. Oh. Um, like, we knew she was involved, but like, oh boy, we did not realize how mm. involved. And honestly, he should fucking step down. People are calling on him to step down. And I'm like, I think the minute we knew she was involved, he should have stepped down. Yeah. But, you know, there is no honor in anything anymore. Um, Trump's, Trump and his legal advisor, Eastman, were warns that the big lie would lead to violence, to which Eastman stated, there's been violence in the history of our country to protect democracy. Because, you know, what they were doing was protecting democracy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... And Trump tried to demand equal time to the committee hearings, um, which is like a thing in some presidential elections. I don't know if they have it anymore, but like they used to have a thing where every candidate had to have equal amount of airing time. So like you wouldn't it wouldn't look like one like the news was trying to lobby for one, basically like they, they got equal time. So it didn't look like they were pushing for one candidate over the other. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing anymore. But um Obviously, that's insane because all he would do is rant and rave about how he is right, actually. And that's all disinformation. Yeah. Um, he did tell the Faith, the Faith and Freedom Coalition that it was a protest that got out of hand January 6th. Just a protest that got out of hand and that he would pardon all insurrectionists if he were to be president again. Jesus Christ. Um, the Supreme Court is also poised to overturn... The Miranda rights um, verdict, the Miranda verdict, which do you know what the Miranda rights are? It rings a bell, but I don't remember. Like if you've watched any cop show, you've probably heard of them. It's like whenever a cop arrests someone, they have to like recite the you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney like you have the right to yeah. you know, avoid a self-incrimination. Yeah. So they've they're they're poised to overturn that, which would give cops leeway to be even more um, yeah. misappropriative. Like they just wouldn't ha- be required to read people their rights when they're arrested, and they would be able to basically say fucking anything. It would be up to the county. Yeah. Which is not yeah, cool. Um, some abortion clinics have stopped scheduling abortions after June twenty fifth. So this coming weekend. Um, in basically like guessing that the Supreme Court's going to overturn Roe v. Wade and they have erected barricades in front of the Supreme Court, you know, because when you're expecting mass outbreaks of like protests, you're definitely doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. What the fuck, America? Stop that. Everything is terrible. Get me out of here. You know I'll marry you. In slightly more fun news. <gasps> Lisa, fun news? Not something I'd ever thought I'd hear. I mean, no, it's not fun news. Um, it's oh. funny to me. Uh, hubris. Amazon, in a leaked memo, they're apparently projected to run out of people to hire in the US by 2024 due to their high turnover and shit, like, work, like, how, how, how they handle everything. Oh, fuck. They're not going to have enough poor people to, you know, take advantage of because they've already yeah. hired and fired them all. Fucking hell. So cool and good. Um, since I'm into wrestling now, mm-hmm. out. Um, <laughs> Vince McMahon, 
who is the CEO of WWE, is ex- taking extended PTO while being ex- investigated for sexual harassment, which this honestly should have happened years and years ago because of his gross negligence of how he treats his performers. But, you know, at least something's being done. Yeah. Um, and then in the worst possible fucking news, I mean, mm-hmm. no, not worst possible, also fucking terrible. It's all, it's all terrible. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the Uvalde police have lawyered up in order to try and pre- prevent their body cam footage from going public because they might, they, the police are, are afraid that it would cause embarrassment. Maybe because they sat there while the door was unlocked for 77 minutes while children were getting slaughtered. Mm-hmm. The door was unlocked to, like, the fucking door was unlocked. Are you fucking kidding me? It just gets worse and worse and worse. It just like a spiral. It is not great. No. Oh, and then COVID news. Ron DeSantis. Uh, fucking, this isn't even on the docket. I'm just thinking of more shitstorm. He, he refused to order child vaccines for COVID because he's just full-blown anti-vax now. Who's that? He's the governor of Florida. No oh, Floridians. No Floridian children get vaccines. We go out of state for that shit. I say we saw Florida off and let it float into the sea. Yes. I know that's not how landforms work, but in my dreams it is. In our dreams. Also do the can same we- for Texas if they want us to secede, you know. No problem. Can we but. can we cut Disney World out and like plonk it near California? Yeah, probably. Thanks. So yeah, that's my news. How about you? Anything going on? Uh, we, we don't have a lot. Um, uh, Eurovision. Um, the Eurovision committee decided that Ukraine cannot host it next year because of the situation with the war. Yeah. Um, and they've said um, that you know they they can't. They're not convinced that they would uh, that Ukraine would be able to provide the um, the infrastructure and the security needed to host it game uh, the uh, competition and so they're now in discussions with the bbc to host it in the uk because it as uh, as the real state as to the, yeah however ukraine have turned around and said that they're really disappointed with that because they're pretty sure they'll be able to host it next year i mean and i'm like we'll see like yes like i don't want to be annoyed yes, at them they're going through a lot possible timelines you can do it i yeah. hope they could but but like who's to say that you know in June next year, the war won't be over. Fingers crossed it would be over. But would they have recovered enough? Will they have the infrastructure set up for it? Would they have the internet access? Would they have the, you know, the the power? You know, this is you know, hundreds of thousands of people go into this competition between competition acts and fans and staff and news and it's like I don't know. I just find it really weird that they're they're you know they would risk people's safety, but for the sake of you know, well, if you don't let us host it, then it says you don't support us in this war. That's not what it's about. Yeah, it's about keeping but I, people safe. But I can safe. see where they're coming from because they're they're. I think I'm assuming that they'd probably see that as a you don't think this will be over by then, and that's got to be heartbreaking. To hear from other people, from your allies. I mean, a hundred percent, but like. But yeah, no, I I understand because yeah, it doesn't seem honestly it, any hosting any kind of event like that is a huge economic hit to the country. Like we've seen what the Olympics do. I mean, Eurovision's mm-hmm. much smaller, but like still, 
like you have even to make if the a city f- a police state for a little bit like that's never great yeah even if the war finished now do we think they would like we've all seen on the news how absolutely destroyed most of their cities have been and i know that's just the east coast but i don't know i feel biased because apparently glasgow hydro's been tagged as a potential location so like i could go and you can get there right after right right off the bridge from george the fourth exactly <laughs> exactly according it's to the so close <laughs> i love that film so much it's so bad i love it it's so good <laughs> but like even like you were only in edinburgh for like a year but even you not knew how trash that version of edinburgh was it's like yeah you're on one side of the city and then you turn left and you're on the other side of the city. And my favourite is when they're at the castle house and yeah. they look over and they can see the city. And I'm like, you would see the hydro from there if it was at the top of the Royal Mount. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I love it. It's because movies don't make sense. They just want to smush all of the landmarks right next to each other. Which is fair. Can't blame them. Like this happens with movies set in San Francisco all the time. <laughs> well... I think it's time to say hi to our friend Bill. Let Robbie take oh, his Oh, hi, Bill. I do need that nap. Hi, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week. I throw in some news and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. So, Robbie. Yes, Lisa. My perennial question. Mm. Who asked for this? <gasps> what, am I, what have I asked for this time? Or what have I not asked for? Who asked for James Patterson's fucking opinion on how hard it is to be a white guy in publishing? Oh no, I only ever want to know his opinions on how 1% bird DNA will turn teenagers into winged superheroes. What? I'm assuming you mean the author, James Patterson. Yeah, I've just not, I've literally never read any of his books, so. Oh my god, I was obsessed with his books, um, Maximum Ride, it was like a flock, they were called the flock, they were teenagers, they'd been mutated, they'd been like genetically engineered in a lab, they had wings, they only had 1% bird DNA, but it was just enough to give them really cool wings and not fucked up beaks or anything like that. I love it. They were very cool books, but now I'm scared. What has he done? James, I mean, James Patterson just had this whole thing where he wrote about how hard it is these days to be a white man in publishing. There's so many, there's so few opportunities for them, especially white straight men. Um, yeah, no opportunities for white straight men anymore, says the multimillionaire, whose I mean, books can be found on just about any bookshelf, like any shelf across, like literally every single Target has a whole James Patterson section. Bro didn't even write half his books. There's no way. Like mm-hmm. he... Everyone knows he is a legion of ghostwriters. Like, come on. But it's so hard. Oh, I mean, yeah, white straight men, they are riding the struggle bus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, yay, yay. Like, he needs to, like, he is so old. Like, man, chill. You've had a whole ass career. Literally. There's nothing hard about your life. Sorry, no, that's, that is a big assumption. I'm sorry. 
But yeah, like just because the playing field is getting slightly more even does not mean your advantages yeah. are taken away. It's like your life is not harder. They've just made it easier for or they've just made it more accessible for minority authors to also be seen. Yeah. Like, thank goodness he did apologize because like my guy, my guy, my guy. Well, who indeed asked for that? Who indeed? Who indeed? Well, not Lisa. I. Yes. I have an am I the asshole for you. Wait, we do those last. What? For the what? fun. We must first account to Bill, our buddy. Oh. Okay. Well, your goals for this week were drink water every day, go to the gym two times. How to do? Yay! Done it. What Smashed do you want to do it. for next week? Let's make it three times to the gym. <gasps> wow. All right. Um, mine was two long walks and write at least four paragraphs, which when we were trying to record on Saturday, I hadn't done any. But since then, I have written at four paragraphs of a short story and I took one long walk. So good on me. Yes. I did it. Good for you, Lisa. So, I knew you could smash it. We'll keep mine the same because yeah. Yeah, we're having a week. Yeah, we are. All right. Well, now you have an Am I the Asshole for me. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Yes, I have an Am I the Asshole for you. Although technically, Lisa, hmm. Chris has an Am I the Asshole for you. <gasps> Chris sent this in. Thank you, Chris. I know. I loved it. I got a wee message being like, Am I the Asshole? And I was like, what? And then I realized she'd sent a link. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Chris has sent in. This is... Uh, so. This is not her asking. She found this on Reddit and okay. sent it in. Just to be clear, Chris is not an asshole. So Chris has sent in one and it's captioned, Am I the asshole for perpetuating ethnic stereotypes about jorts? I did not know there was ethnic stereotypes about jorts. I'm assuming this means the jean shorts. No, this post is about two cats who are named Jean and Jorts. And there are pictures about them. What kind of so, cats are they? Here we go. I think it explains it all in the story. Okay. Hello, everybody. Lisa from the editing stage here, and Robbie's audio decided to cut out here, so I'm going to read the first half of the Emmy the Asshole until his audio comes back in. So this post is about two cats who are named Jeans and Jorts. The story. We have two workplace cats in one area of our worksite. They add value to the worksite. We all love the cats, and the worksite cat presence is not the issue. One of the cats, Jean, is a tortoiseshell cat we have had for years. The other cat, Jorts, is a large orange cat and a recent addition. Jorts is just kind of a simple guy. For example, Jorts can't open a door even when it's ajar. He shoves it whether he's going in or out. So often, he closes the door he is trying to go through. This means he is often dropped inside the place where he was trying to exit and meows until he is rescued. My colleague, Pam, not her real name, has been spending a lot of time trying to teach Jorts things. The doors thing is the main example. It's a real issue because the cats are fed in a closet and Jorts keeps pushing the door closed. Jean can actually open all of the other interior doors since they are a lever type knob, but she can't open this particular door if she is trapped inside the closet. Mm-hmm. Thorty Jean is a very nice to is very nice to poor orange Jorts, and she is kept busy letting him out of rooms he has trapped himself in. So this seems easy to resolve. I put down a doorstop. Pam then said I was depriving Jorts of the chance to learn and kept removing the doorstop. 
she set up a series of special learning activities for Jorts and tried to put these tasks on the whiteboard of daily team tasks. I erased them. <laughs> what do these people do? Do they not work? Sorry. Apparently not. She thinks we need to teach him how to clean himself better and how to get out of a minor barriers, like when he gets a cup stuck on his head, etc. I love Jorts, but he's just dumb as fuck, and we can't change that. Don't get me wrong, watching her try to teach Jorts how to walk through a door is hilarious, but Jean got locked inside the closet twice last week. Yesterday I installed a cat cutout thing in the door and Pam started getting really huffy. I made a gentle joke about you can't expect Jean's tortoiseshell smarts from orange cat Jorts, which made Pam furious. She started crying. She started crying and left the hallway, then sent an email to the group, including volunteers, and went home early. In her email, Pam said I was perpetuating ethnic stereotypes by saying orange cats are dumb and is demanding a racial sensitivity training before she will return. Oh my god. I don't think it's relevant, but just in case, Pam is a white person in a mostly minority staff and knows she is not ginger slash does not have red hair. Too long didn't, uh, didn't read, am I the asshole for enforcing an ethnic stereotype by joking that orange cats are often dumb? No. <laughs> <gasps> this is incredible. Oh my god, this... That's amazing. I did not know that was a stereotype of cats. This is... There's so many updates. This is going to take so long, but I'm going to read you all of it. Yes, please. Update one. Thanks for responding to my query, which had me, which had truly upset me. I worked to have a good relationship with my team and the situation had gotten weird so gradually that I lost perspective. I just met with HR, she had already met with Pam. HR was concerned about Pam's comparing ethnic stereotypes with giving a cat a doorstop and they addressed that which went well. HR will follow up to make sure Pam understands. The replies to my query were helpful to me for this discussion. HR also addressed Pam assigning other staff jorts related tutoring as it is not appropriate for Pam to assign others work. This also went well. We both think Pam had a hard time with the transition from volunteer to staff and may have new kid sensitivity projected to Jorts. Pam got emotional about her perception that I favour Jean over Jorts and gave specific examples. Some of these things are fair. Jorts deserves respect as a member of our team. There are three buildings in our workplace. Jean and Jorts are limited to one. HR told me there were five holdouts about vaccines and restricted unvaccinated people from entering the building to protect Jean and Jorts. It was enough to win over Mm. four of them. That's crazy, but great. More importantly, the cat's presence greatly enhances our work with our clients, and Jort's friendly nature has been so great. Both cats truly are doing important work. Truly, Jort's deserves to be treated with respect. We all deserve to be treated with dignity at work, so I will apologise to Jort's about some things that were insensitive or disrespectful. <laughs> a. Jean has a nice cat bed with her name on it, while Jort's has chosen an old boot tray in my office with a towel in it. Recently, a visitor put wet boots in the boot tray, and Pam saw Jort's sleeping on the wet boots. I bought a bed for Jorts today and a name tag has been ordered. B. I will apologise to Jorts and remove the sign saying Days since Jorts had a trash can mishap. Zero. Jorts likes to fish dirty paper cups out and he often falls into the bin or gets a cup stuck on his head, etc. He is able to get out of the bin by tipping it over so it isn't a safety issue. C. Jeans. Oh st- my goodness. It keeps going. C. Jean's staff bio has a photo of Jean, while Jort's bio has a photo of a sweet potato. I did not actually (laughs) know either cat had a staff bio, but we will use a photo of Jort's instead of a sweet potato. (laughs) (laughs) Hate. Hate. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's still so much in this. <laughs> right, no, hang on. It gets worse. HR also suggested changing Pam's duties so she is in charge of the cats. This I refused. The cats are my staff, not Pam's. I think Pam was well-intended, but actually not meeting the needs of either Jean or Jorts, so they remain under my supervision. Pam is also not to put cups on Jorts' head or intentionally put him into frustrating situations given his unique needs. <laughs> Lastly, and this made us both laugh so hard we can't deal with it in person and will be said via email. <clears throat> Pam admits that she has been putting margarine on Jorts in an attempt to teach him to groom himself better. This may explain the diarrhea problem Jean developed. (gasps) Pam is not to apply margarine to any of her co-workers. Jean has shown (laughs) she's willing to be in charge of helping Jorts stay clean. If this task becomes onerous for Jean, we can have a groomer help. I am crying laughing typing this. Oh my god. Why would margarine help? Right. What well, so they lick themselves. Yeah, I know that, but like how would that help? Anyways, that's wild. These people truly don't have a job. Honestly, like what do they do? What do they I'm assuming this is the office from the show The Office. Honestly. Because that is too much free time to concern yourselves about the office cats. To have multiple meetings. Literally. To have to tell a member of staff not to put margarine on any of their co-workers? <laughs> Chris, thank you. I mean, I love it. I want to be part of this office, <laughs> but also, goodness. Um, but, Chris, thank you so much for sending that in. Yes, thank you, Chris. That was amazing. That was incredible. I would argue the best Am I the Asshole we have had. Definitely. And no, you're not the asshole. Definitely goodness. not the asshole. I can't believe that all got escalated to HR. Literally, can you imagine HR being like, "I'm, I'm sorry, what?" The cat? <laughs> yeah, you they they called someone orange. Oh, it's a cat. Okay, that is so funny. <laughs> Amazing, stunning behavior. All right, well, if you want to bring joy to our lives, please send us more Emma the assholes, or send us your questions for. Less by Andrew Sean Greer. Join us for book club that's coming up in the next few weeks. Indeed. And once you've done that, jump on to whatever platform you use and rate, review and subscribe our podcast because that helps us a lot. Yes. And then tell your friends about the podcast because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. And we do like new listeners, I promise. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amy <laughs> Reader and Dave in the Shower for our amazing theme song. It is Robbie still has yet to learn it. I don't need to because Amy sings it so well. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Anyway, that is it from us this week. So until next Tuesday, keep keep doing doing fine. Show us your Neapolitans. Woo! (laughs) 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 